Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up St. Charles podcast. I'm Nate Wentz uh, with the St. Charles Business Alliance here, here to bring you another awesome episode. Also joined for our first time is Nick. Hi, I'm Nick Lowe. I'm the Marketing Content Coordinator with the St. Charles Business Alliance. Yeah, we're so excited to have Nick for his first episode here. Um, It's going to be a great one, Nick. Yeah. Ready to go? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So we got an awesome episode as we're going to be learning about Rookies, All-American Pub and Grill, uh, as well as, you know, Alexander's, but primarily diving into uh, the owner of both of those, Bob Karras, who also owns the Village Squire and a whole myriad of other restaurants. So, Bob, it's great to have you here. How are you doing Thanks today? Thanks for having me. Nice to see you. You as well. Thank so, you. you know, we're excited to, to learn and uh, to about all the, the amazing stuff that you guys do at Rookies and Alexander's here in St. Charles and the whole myriad of things. But let's dive into you first. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, how long have you been in the area for? Maybe some favorite things that you like to do here? Things like that. Sure, Nate. Um, thanks. Um, I'm uh, 52 years old. I've been, I grew up in Elgin, born and raised. Okay. Um, so I've been in the restaurant business my whole life. Started at uh, Village Squire in Dundee, in the original place with my dad. I started there about um, nine years old, busing tables in the summer. Wow! Yeah, so that was fun. So long time yeah, in the restaurant industry. Yeah, so <laughs> so you know, busing tables and now owning tables. restaurants. Yep. And then it was always something you know I grew into, and I I did love love doing it. And, yeah. Uh, always knew it was my career path, with not much encouragement from my father just it was just natural like i was gonna do this yeah um, so i enjoy it um you know i went to i went to northern illinois got a business degree but still i was always planning on working in the restaurants and opening more um that's why i enjoy doing opening restaurants Uh, i like to run them too but opening is the fun part for me yes well i mean we could tell from your 13 restaurants that you own right you know so and is there room that you're going to keep expanding Um, onto that or funny you ask we just uh bought a spot in crystal lake downtown okay the former finn mccool's right by the train station um to be rookies number seven awesome yeah. wow so we start starting that cool so, so i'm sure that keeps you very busy though <laughs> it does it does um you know like i said i grew up in the business i've done everything in there cooked cleaned served bartended hosted did whatever okay. um I was always like a student of the business. I enjoyed learning and reading about it, going to other restaurants and looking in the kitchen or sneaking in there <laughs> and asking questions to people that right. worked there, hiring people from other restaurants, trying okay. to learn their magic. Yeah. Um, but it's always uh, been a passion. So you have to have the passion or else you'll never survive in this right. business. It's it's tough. I mean, a lot of nights, a lot of weekends, a lot of holidays, a lot of hours. Yep. Eating when everybody else, you know, serving people when everybody else is on off times. And, you know, I've maybe paid the price a little bit for that, but <laughs> I, I have no regrets. You know, I did get the, um, my family life probably suffered a little bit, but, you know, everybody's good. We're all happy people, and I have everybody in our restaurants is family members, yeah. a lot of family members in our restaurants. Um, that's one of the things people are more amazed of is, like, how do you work with your family so much? And how do you, <laughs> you know, a lot of other restaurateurs have family, and they break up after yeah. know, five years or six years. You know, it's always a money issue or a work issue or a dedication mm-hmm. issue, and we have those two, but we've worked through those. Um, family, you know, 
comes first with us. And right, you know, everybody not might not be qualified to work in the restaurant, but they're <laughs> qualified by family. So yes, well, you know, at we least they're getting good that. skills while they're there too. Yeah, I hope so. Um, <laughs> I mean, but it, it it does it does good 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 skills. Um, I know I was pretty uh, when I was young. I was a shy chubby little greaseball kid <laughs> and uh you know out of the restaurant i you know kind of broke out of my shell socialized yeah you know talked to the young gals i was young too of course at the time but <laughs> you know you talk to people and yeah. waitresses and staff and you know the guys in the kitchen you get a rapport with them and and it makes you yeah social more sociable and just shows that that's where you were meant to be it's where you found yeah, your calling yeah. and i do you know i do love the business still after all these years Good. and problems um you know it's like my children i have five kids and um they've all worked in the restaurant i've made them you know see, they wanted to and <laughs> yep. i said you gotta work so it's to see what it's like and it's good experience a lot of pressure a lot mm-hmm. of people to deal with you know some anxious moments at times yeah it's good practice for life and um i steered most i steered them all away from the restaurant business just for a career path mm-hmm. but um they're welcome to it after you know they finish school some are in school some finish school yeah some are about to go to school and you know hopefully they'll find a job and then like it and if not you know five six years down the road and if they want to come back I'll have them, but it's yeah. really their last option. We don't. It's not what <laughs> I want for them. But, okay. You know. So yeah, I mean, and you know, as you talked about, like just the the skills that you learn from just being in a restaurant, like especially, I think the most important thing is the appreciation for servers and stuff like that, because they go through a whole lot trying to you know just they get do. the food to you <clears throat> and you know the cooks and stuff they like do. that. So they do, and you know, they're young people. We have a lot of young people. We have some older people too, and they have different issues in their lives that, you know, maybe brought them to these jobs. And, you know, we try to provide a good environment and yeah. a, a successful one for them. And, um, you know, we're pretty understanding people when they don't have a babysitter, they're late, the car breaks down, you know, we're not like. Yeah, we're all human, you yeah, know, things so happen. We try to <laughs> keep everybody, help them as much as we can. And, yeah, um, you know, that's the key to our success is our employees. You know, it's not me. It's not my family i mean we provide the tools and the places but it's the people that we have that yeah you know and the atmosphere we provide i mean there's some horror stories of restaurants <laughs> and owners and, mm-hmm. uh, and atmospheres toxic atmospheres and uh, we're not like that we don't allow that we won't stand for that um yeah and that you know in a bar business especially late nights alcohol involved different customers yep a lot of things can happen, but we try to get a good clientele along with good people to work there, you know, and and these people that work, you know, they can make quick bucks. That's what I always told my friends and even the young people. It's like it's a, a restaurant is a skill. It's like you, if you get the skill, no matter what you do later, um, you know, if you get unemployed or you get laid off, mm-hmm. you can find a job. If somebody walks in with experience, I'm hiring them. You know? Right. And... You can make 200 bucks that night, you know. So if you're in trouble, you know, you can always find a job quick. Yeah. And uh, it's a good skill for life that you can, you know, always have, find a job in a restaurant. You can always find a job yes, in a restaurant. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're so, always hiring. Even yeah. Though, um, you know, we do have good staffs, but you just have that fringe turnover that 
Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the dead uh, the pitfall of most restaurants, their turnover. Because right. you have to retrain, and that costs money. And mm-hmm. It's not like you can walk in off the street and work for us in our restaurants. You have to have get to trained. Have a little bit. Yeah. And you have to, like, you could probably walk in, and I've said this before, I could probably walk into Chipotle and make a burrito in, within five minutes of training. Right. But not in our place. You have to. I mean, this kitchen especially, it takes months of training. Right. And even the serving part. I mean, you have to know. People have to know the product, and right. it's tough. And, you know, you do make big investments in these buildings, and then sometimes we're guilty of not investing in our training where you have these people representing this investment, and it's not always the best representation. But we always follow up with our customers, and if – Something's wrong, we fix it, no yeah. matter what. I mean, you're going to get one person that just nothing you can do, but yeah. I, it's rare. I mean, we just – everybody's pretty understanding Good. in these areas that we're in. And yeah. more lately with everything that's been going on, but you still have your people. Yeah. Like uh, rookies, <laughs> you've probably seen we have the Dollar Burger now, um, the promotion. It's always fun. So originally that started as a promotion, rookies. When we first got it, it wasn't doing very well. So we said, let's do a dollar hamburger. It was crazy. Like people, mm-hmm. you know, it was a half pound burger at the time. It was our normal burger for a buck. Right. Um, you know, not with cheese or anything, but it was a burger yeah. and chips. And it fried. gets people in and gets them to try it out yeah. and be like, so, this is pretty good. Maybe you know, I need to come We always out. wanted to do this, keep doing it. And we stopped during COVID yeah. due to the situation. Now we brought it back. And we always made little adjustments. Uh, this year we made most the most adjustments. We, you know, it. We don't. It's a smaller burger. It's a quarter pounder versus what it used to be years yeah. ago. Um, we don't provide chips and stuff, and people darn you, inflation. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> like we do charge like two bucks for cheese. It's like it's not two bucks for cheese. It's three bucks for a cheeseburger. That's the way I look at it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, <laughs> but you get some people that are just like, oh, this is a ripoff. Or it's like, it's like still you're getting like a having, burger for three bucks. You're still like, getting a burger, even if you could load it up and get right. fries and this. It's still like eight nine dollars. It's half price of what. Yeah, and then you figure you, is, but you know when you go to McDonald's, you're like paying. You know, three bucks for a burger that's not even close to the quality that you yeah, guys are making. Yeah. So <laughs> it's a restaurant. We sit down. You're gonna have to sit down and enjoy. And yeah, the atmosphere. You got TV. You got entertainment. You got somebody's gonna serve you, wash your plate. You know, there's a lot into it. We just do it for fun mostly. Obviously, it's not to make money, but um, you that know, some people. One. Yeah, some people don't. Some people get a little irritated, <laughs> angry this time around. But you know, we'll still keep doing it. You know, I like to say. Ketchup and mustard's free, so yeah, have as much as you want, you know. Yeah. So and so, you kind of talked about your passions a little bit. So you know, with owning a sports bar, are you a fan of any sports? You know, Chicago sports or outside of Chicago? Like, yeah, always. Of course, uh, being when I was younger, in the restaurants, I, the sports bar always looked interesting to me. Right. You know, instead of what I was working at the Squire at the time. I mean, that sports bar looked cool back then. It was kind of yeah, it's kind of a little opposite from the the squire. With it being, is you know a castle yeah. medieval setting to modern sports setting. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, but it's the same business inside, you know. And um, the rookies is a little easier to operate. Um, I, I grew up in that rookies and Ale- or the squire and Alexander's. And, yeah, uh, rookies was my like side thing, kind of like I wanted to do a sports bar, like. You know, this was my opportunity, and it was always like my side job. And yeah, it still is per se. I mean, I'm at the Squire and Alexander's full time, and the rookies, which I have seven of now. 
Mm-hmm. It's like my side deal. So, <laughs> but I do enjoy it. I, I can't spend enough time at them that I'd like, but um, I, I still do when I can. And, you know, I'm obviously, I walk in, I know, I know a lot of people, customers, when I go to the, my places. Um, but I always enjoy the cheesy sports bar, like the AstroTurf carpet, and okay. the basketball backboard table. And, and when you're there, who's, who? like, is there anyone that you're trying to see? Like, are you trying to see the Cubs or the Bears? I mean, I like or? all the Chicago teams. Yeah. Um, you know, I was a, what do you want to say, a weekend athlete growing up. Okay. I, you know, I loved playing <laughs> football and baseball yeah. and basketball. Um, I played for the good old Larkin High School. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I always like sports. Um, it seems like sports, if, you know, like my, my kids don't like sports. I mean, they played them a little bit, but they don't want to watch. Yeah, nobody wants to watch sports. I mean, we used to watch football Sundays. We're glued to the TVs. Sundays are so fun at Rookies. I mean, you got all the uh, games. People come, the same people a lot of times sit in the same spot. It's almost like going to the game, tailgating. Yeah. It's a lot of fun um without having to worry about the ticket prices and everything yeah it's so. a lot of fun and we you know we provide the atmosphere for people to sit there all day when they yeah. can and uh you know um it's fun sundays are really fun um playoff atmospheres are always fun with, mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of uh features like like the blackhawks when they score a goal we press a button the lights go off and the sirens and that yeah. music they play at the stadium. Yeah, and, Chelsea Dagger and yeah, stuff. Yep. Yeah, do, 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 do. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when the Bears score, we have a, the touchdown, bear down. When they got, do score. Yeah, when yeah. they do score. I don't know if they'll score a lot this year, but. You know, Fingers maybe, crossed. I don't know. Preseason, yeah, they're looking okay. Yeah, we'll looking see okay. how it goes. It, it'll be better than we think, I think. But it's they're a young team, so I think that's always fun yeah. to have a optimism at least. Yeah, we talk right. about, you know, Chicago sports oh, all the yeah. time in the office. We're like, <clears throat> you know, we just want to see someone get to the playoffs. That's all we want. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, maybe not this year, but next year I think they could, yeah. you know, strike, if especially with who knows what's happening in Green Bay. Yeah, the quarterbacks it's crazy. There, but. So. As long as we can stay competitive. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. all I'm looking mm-hmm. for. You know, we, we, like, uh, you know, we <laughs> like sports, and people like their sports, and – you know, we have other things like UFC and boxing and um, basketball. You know, Golf. and Yeah, everything. Yeah. When uh, I remember when the Bulls were – and the Hawks, when they were in the playoffs, you know, in the oh, early – Good years. It was good so years. fun and busy. The restaurants were full every time. And, mm-hmm. of course, we won all those. <laughs> yep. So that was fun. But when you lose, it's probably not so much fun. But, yeah, but you still get to have fun. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, – you have quite the repertoire of restaurants now, you know, Village Squire, Rookies, Alexander's Cafe. I mean, yes. with all those restaurants, I mean, do you have any free time? I mean, how busy do you stay? Um, you know, I'm a, I'm not the best organizational person and procrastinator there is. So a lot of times I waste a lot of time by maybe socializing when I should be working <laughs> during work. Then at the end of the day, I, I get a rush to finish with what I need to do or um, you know, I do a lot of administrative stuff, and it's just no time for that at times. And um, so I, I do, you know, I'm trying to be better about my hours. Uh, I have a new son, actually, so I'm trying to spend more time. Congratulations. With the, thanks. Yeah, that was a surprise. That <laughs> was fun. Um, so, and for, you know, my own sanity, you have to, you know, just step back a little bit. But sure. it's hard in a restaurant, and I do enjoy it. Um, you know, we're coming out of 
the last COVID, the last three years, the restaurants are just, you know, still, you know, adjusting to get back to normal. And we, you know, COVID was difficult and um, there was moments of, you know, I didn't think a lot of the restaurants would survive or I would be able to afford to keep them open. Um, You know, we did get a lot of assistance through different grants and stuff Mm -hmm. and that helped without that. I mean, I might be sitting here with you guys every day working <laughs> for the town. Um, but it was uh, challenging, and we did adapt. Uh, I mean, of course, we lost a lot of our staff, so, you know, we were there more yeah. trying to keep them open with to-goes. And, you know, it's still mm-hmm. the um, – then making the adjustments of now we're upgrading our patios, up, we're upgrading our decor, our look. Unfortunately, with all this, we've had to upgrade our menu pricing. Right, everything's just still nuts. Like potatoes this week are fifty bucks a case when they used to be twenty. Uh, it's a short-term thing, they say, but you know how many times can you absorb these right. double costs, yeah. jump-ups of you know we we absorb it, but we're just more aware of it now because it's sensitive. Um, right, you know, but it. it it's it's tricky. A, a lot of restaurants are not going to survive this. So we're fortunate that we've been busy, and uh, with our experience, you know, we're able to adjust. Yeah. And, our and you got a good base, yeah. With the we customers. have a base, yep. and uh, you know, we haven't got much pushback about the pricing. Um, but you know, it's yeah. it's a matter of time before you're getting a twenty dollar cheeseburger. I mean, it's right. You know, the minimum wage keeps going up, which is fine we like to provide i mean we don't pay anybody minimum wage hardly everything pretty gets more okay we have to be competitive it's tough now right. to find employees and like i said that's our success is our employees but you know we're spending money on the restaurants the patios st charles we did at rookies we did you know we ended up doubling our budget there to i mean we spent close to a million dollars if not more wow and it was you know, a restaurant that was already existing. It's mm-hmm. just things are so expensive, but right. it had to be done. That place was very yeah. antique-ish. And we'll dive into <laughs> all those remodels and, you know, the upcoming projects. So, uh, actually, we're going to take a short break right here. So, we'll be right back after these commercial messages. All right. Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Break Between Podcast. This is Nick and Nate bringing you all the updates here about St. Charles during our break. How's it going, St. Charles? So we got an awesome Break Between the Podcast here, actually, because we have sponsors. Woo! Wow. goes wild. <laughs> um, so we are going to give you some uh, dedicated ads from them. So we ask if you can stick around and listen to them because there's some amazing business here that deserve your patronage. So let's get right into it. First up, we got Gerald Subaru of North Aurora. Stop into Gerald Subaru of North Aurora where you can find a vast selection of new and used vehicles, exceptional car care, and customer service with a smile. You'll quickly understand why they were nationally recognized with the 2022 Subaru Love, Promise, Customer, and Community Commitment Award. Again, that's Gerald Subaru of North Aurora. That sounded sounded really good, Nate. Yeah, I'll take it. (laughs) I'm I'm, going to try to swing at it. All right, let's go. Every year, Anderson Humane helps place more than 4,000 pets into loving homes. Donate or volunteer today to help bring pets together with their forever home. Again, that's Anderson Humane. I like it. 
good delivery great message oh, i appreciate Can't get that. better than that all right <laughs> <laughs> this next ad comes a little bit closer to my heart as i personally use st charles bank and trust for my savings i can't recommend these guys enough as they have incredible customer service their app is so easy to use to track my savings and i just love getting to stop in and see all of their friendly and amazing people if you're looking for a place to grow your finances definitely i recommend st charles bank and trust as a place that you need to go so that's st charles bank and trust so how about the next one, Nick? What we got? Hey, Nate, weren't you saying the other day that you're starting to look for a new car? Oh, yes. I've had mine for about 10 years and starting to show its wear and tear. So where should I look, Nick? Well, McGrath Honda. McGrath Honda of St. Charles makes it easy for you to get behind the wheel of a used or new car that's perfect for you. Their website makes it simple to research and find a vehicle that will satisfy all your needs, and their knowledgeable staff is extremely helpful in answering any questions that you may have. Visit their location at 1411 East Main Street in St. Charles and take a test drive today. Nice. That yeah. was great. I, I think that was a good first take for our, our ads here in the, po- the Break Between the Podcast. Yeah, it wasn't too shabby. Yeah, so that'll wrap up our Break Between the Podcast here. Let's get right back into it so we can find out what's up, St. Charles. So, all right. Well, um, so, you know, I saw an article um, that talked about how your father came from Greece and worked a ton to open the restaurants and kind of get the, you know, the the whole thing for you guys going. Does Rookies have any Greek inspired food there? Uh, We have some. I wouldn't, you know, sometimes people say it's all Greek. This is a Greek restaurant. It's not, there aren't any Greek restaurants. (laughs) People have tried to make Greek restaurants in town, even in town, and they just, it's not enough you'll go there once a year not mm-hmm. every day or every week you know? yeah <laughs> um, so greek menu is wouldn't really be something you could pull off a, a yeah lot. but, but if you have well, a we do have some greek in there. we do yeah. we have we have gyros we have saganaki the flaming cheese mm-hmm. you know people like those things we have a greek salad yeah you know it's not like that's what we say and people are like oh like they want everybody <laughs> wants pasticcio or the lasagna or the you know like you know, we don't do that kind of stuff, but it's, you know, definitely we've got those staples are, are there. Um, with the Squire, we do a Greek Fest menu every month, okay. or once a month, once a year for a month. And that's coming up actually in uh, September okay. at the Squire. So we'll have a, a little more Greek items that are not just gyros. We'll have some souvlakis and pasticcio and some other stuff. Yeah. Okay. So... Definitely got some Greek stuff. When you see that flame, uh, Saganaki. <laughs> have you had Saganaki? I have not, but actually, I saw it for the first time live when I was out to dinner with my parents. I forget what restaurant I was at, but no, I was like, "What is Greek. that? Why does it smell?" Must have been Greek. Yeah, I was like, "Why does it smell so cheesy in here?" I look over and they were like, <laughs> "Like the lady that lit almost, I swear, she almost lit her eyebrows off." Yeah, I felt yeah. so bad. I've for had her. a few like, uh, <laughs> hair emergencies. Girls have uh, accidentally burned some hair. That smells nice in the restaurant. It does. It was, I was like, okay, this just changed like the whole atmosphere. I'm a yeah. big fan. So, well, it's funny. One time there was a. You don't realize it, but sometimes once somebody was talking about Saganaki on the Facebook on a thread, and all of a sudden one guy said, "I hate the smell. I I don't go there because huh. of this smell." And then it it took off. Like hundreds of people chimed in. <laughs> yeah, like, we don't like it. it. Stinks. We're not going there. We don't go there either. I'm like, holy cow! I didn't know there was such a backlash. But a lot of people do enjoy it. I I probably thought it was a foul smell when I was young. 
Yeah, but, but I feel like with us being so close good. to Wisconsin, yeah, like the it's cheese a tasty, that's there, it's like, not uh, doesn't taste like it smells. But yeah, once that initial smell goes, it's it's good. It's, okay. Um, you should try it. Make sure you try it. Come by and I will buy you one. I will light it myself. Deal. <laughs> Deal. I'll, come, I'll take you up on that one. I'll let you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so right. with being an owner in the restaurant industry, what would you say is the biggest challenge you faced and how have you overcame it? Um, well, in general, just operating is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The biggest challenge, you know, to date now is COVID. Um, mm-hmm. We've had other challenges of survival and um restaurants not performing well and a lot of times was that to you know do some kind of um promotion and like dollar burgers was one of those for rookies rookies did not do very well for me in the beginning Mm. um um, so that was one of the things that actually led to our success and to expanding that brand was from dollar burgers yeah it was not something i ever thought i'd expand other than the original in st charles um but COVID was like definitely a big um, obstacle. I mean, it was really like mm-hmm. I was questioning my future. I mean, just like right. what are we gonna do with these buildings and our debts and kids, college, right? Kids in college, we get. It was and our employees. You know, they lost their jobs, and a lot of people were. Um, a lot of people. The whole country was, I think, quite afraid. What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Um, it was a tough time that um it seems like we've come through uh good um you know without that funding again it would have been hard harder but you know we worked hard a lot of our employees most of them i'd say 90 i'd say almost 100 percent of them came back you know we had to drag some back because they were comfortable at home getting that (laughs) unemployment check but you know eventually they came back and they had to and uh you know that's our success as our employees. You know, yeah. Again, it's like we have people that have worked for us from day one of each place. I mean, we have. Um, when I say usually when we open a restaurant, I say some of you guys are going to be here for the rest of your working career, and you don't even know it. And they all look at me like I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there are, there always are, okay. and uh, you know we have a lot of good people. And again, that comes from our treatment and yeah. our atmospheres that we create and. Uh, very family oriented and we have fun. We are at Christmas parties and yeah. we have, you know, we do things. We try to, to give the employees time. And, uh, we, since COVID we've been closing more for holidays. Um, it was closed Christmas, but the last few years I've been closing Labor Day, Memorial Day, 4th of July, Easter, Easter, we'd be open okay. closed now and i you know i like it for myself and for the staff especially yeah because i can take those days off anyway if i really want to right <laughs> but you know a lot of times i'm there you know i want them to see that hey i'm here too yeah. you know and it's it makes a difference and absolutely you know we have a lot of key people at each place that take care of the place obviously i cannot take care of 14 restaurants <laughs> i can only set the tone and um, yeah and um you know we have good family members like i said at each place uh my brother-in-law is here in st charles and my cousin nick is in alexander's my sisters are at the squire Mm -hmm. i got good managers yeah great chefs at all my places been there for a long time my chef in squire south belgian he's been there since day one he's from new york takes care of the place so well 
Okay. Good food, cares about their jobs. All our people care Good. about their jobs. And sometimes we get people that don't care. And I'm like, I'm always going to have these people. It's like, I'm fine yeah. with this. Like, how do you keep them or how do you allow? I said, it doesn't bother me. I said, they're trying. I talk with them. I try to make them better. And sometimes they they're be- they get yeah. better. And sometimes people leave and they do see what else is out there and they come back and they mm-hmm. appreciate the place more Yeah, and uh, perform better. Okay. So, yeah. you know, we, to all of our employees, that's, yeah. that's our success. No ifs, ands, or buts right. about it. Yeah, so let's just get some basic info about rookies. What are all your locations, your hours that you're open, things like that? Um, sure. Uh, rookies, uh, the first the original is here in St. Charles. Um, mm-hmm. Been there since 1998. Um we're open every day at 11. All of them are open pretty much the same, 11 a.m. for lunch and dinner. Uh, the next one is in Elgin. That was opened in 2008. Um, that was our first expansion of second rookies, and that was like in Elgin. I grew up in Elgin. It was a, yeah. a natural spot on Randall Road. So, um, you know, we did well there. We're doing well there. Uh, there we also have a 3 a.m. license, which makes a big difference in the bar business. <laughs> right. You know, the people <laughs> used to come there late at night after all the other bars. They'd come for one more at the end of the night. And mm-hmm. It was a pretty popular spot, still is. Um, then we opened Rookies in Hoffman Estates um, in the Poplar Creek Plaza right on 59 and 72. Yeah. Um, that one also is a 3 a.m. bar. A little different there, but... Um, also a popular spot. Um, then we opened uh, Rookies in Huntley. That was in 2013. Hoffman with t- 2010. Huntley um, in 47 right there. Um, yep. That's a different bird over there. It's different clientele. Yeah. It's by Del Webb, so we get a lot of seniors there a lot. Um, okay. Not a lot of late night business, but... Um, it does well. It, um, we just expanded the patio there, too. Okay. Um, so that one is a nice spot. Then we have um, – then we opened Rookie's Roselle on in, on Route 20 in Gary over there. Mm-hmm. Um, that was 2018, I think. Okay. And then just recently we opened uh, last year in Geneva – at the ice rink. Oh, yeah. The former Chelios um, on Kirk Road. Um, that was uh, my executive chef, uh, Grant. He's a big hockey player. He plays hockey, coaches hockey. So he was like, right after I'm done cooking or right before I'm cooking, I'm going and playing hockey. Yes. <laughs> or maybe he's just playing hockey. I'm not sure if he's cooking. <laughs> he's using the burger, the frozen burgers in the back as yeah, pucks and stuff. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's not doing that, everyone. I promise he's not. I hope not. <laughs> We've served some pucks, though. I know that. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the St. Charles location <laughs> a bit. So, you know, you guys just went through a, a redesign the inside, a remodel. So can you tell us, you know, what are some of the changes you guys have sure. and um, such like that? Yeah, so Rookie St. Charles, it's, it's actually, you know, my first place that I opened yeah. on my own uh, with my brother-in-law, Mike, over there. And, uh, you know, I do have a special place in my heart for that place. Obviously, it's uh, my baby, Rookies. Yeah, and, it's the uh, original. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it used to be a Ponderosa. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, everybody knows that from the way it was laid out and the building. So it was a um, much different look from the new rookies that all opened. So as we opened more rookies, we became more modern, but rookie St. Charles kind of stayed back in the uh, dark age, as we <laughs> maybe you could say, with you know low ceiling and it was a little darker, a little dingy. Okay. So finally, it's like it needed it. And there was some question marks there with, us even staying there because of the plaza. Okay. Um, the former owner, Henry Funk, he was a good man in St. Charles for years. He had the the Valley Shopping Center, he Grimm's Pharmacy, okay. the car wash. He had all that stuff, and he passed. Unfortunately, the plaza was not maintained, and it was really an eyesore for the town, I think. And um, it did foreclose, and then... Our, you know, we were renting from the plaza, so we didn't know if we we're going to be able to stay here or not, or if somebody's going to come and buy this, you know, okay. prime property and yeah. redevelop it or knock down all the buildings, which ended up happening, except ours and the ones in the front, to make retail or something, you know. So we didn't know if we we're going to stay there or not. So, but now you guys are here. <laughs> yes, and luckily we were able to work out a deal to buy the property. So once we bought the property. We were willing to invest in the building, you know, yeah. which it needed. Um, you know, the police station coming back there, obviously the city <clears throat> put a good investment in the property. I think what they'd spent $22 million I'm not sure on the number, but that would uh, would sound about right to me. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's a nice building. Um, yeah. Of course, I don't know if you always want a police department in the backyard of a I mean, that's guaranteed bar. clientele, though. You got, you know, they come in, yeah. they get a dollar burger on their off-duty stuff, and yeah, you're so. all good. Our, so. our customers don't mind them back there, but they've been very good neighbors. And, yeah. Uh, it's quiet. Um, it's safe around there. So yeah, it's a good thing. We've been working with them to actually clean up the back. In the middle of us, it's still a little mess in there. But okay. we're working with the police department and the city. Nice. <clears throat> yeah, for the parking lot yeah, area? Yeah, clean that up, put some green space. Good. Um, so we did decide to spend this money on the interior. And, I mean, it became mimicked our newer look, but we even became more new of, yeah. than the other rookies. So it's really our – I think the place turned out beautifully. I mean, it's Yeah. Just, I mean, we got to stop in for the, the grand reopening, <laughs> and, you know, I was like – you know, I've been to Rookies many times. I'm from Geneva, so I'd gone there when I was a kid and stuff. And I was like, this place, it's marvelous now. It's yeah, awesome. I like, didn't think you were in the same place. I mean, it mm -hmm. was dramatic. You know, we took out the ceiling, all new audio video. We added some windows. And I'm a big fan of that bar in the middle now, too. Like, it kind of makes it kind of like a centery feel. And, you know, there's so many more TVs. I'm like, which one do I yeah, look like a lot now? more big TVs. <laughs> we had some tubes even there. We had some small TVs. So now we have state-of-the-art. Yeah. Audio, video, And then lighting. you guys are working on your patio as well to get yep. that all set and ready. Yeah, so. it's almost done. I hope in a few weeks we'll get a, to use it a little bit this year. Good. Um, so that'll be nice, too. We're going to have some live music out there, a bar outside. And um, unfortunately, it looks like there's work still being done, and it looks like we're closed still. But uh, we are okay. open, and we yes. did have a sign up. We put a sign up there, and we have some tarp on the on the roof because we have some <laughs> other stuff that's not complete. And it's hard for these contractors to get their supplies, and we're waiting. And right. of course, now it's done, and everybody's moved on, and now they have to come back and finish things. It's hard to get them back, but it's getting there. I'm pushing them, so hopefully, in about a month, everything will be new. We got some new signage going on the building, and some lighting, and okay. 
Good. We went from inside and out. Other, it's going to be a whole new rookie. Yeah, the bathrooms. Yeah. I mean, it's outside. It doesn't look like a Ponderosa anymore. The, the way the metal work ended up, it looks kind of like a block land or something like that video <laughs> game where the kids play. Well, oh, uh, Minecraft? Minecraft. It looked, yeah, like, what is that, a Minecraft building? I mean, yeah, it's a Minecraft <laughs> castle. So, awesome. Yeah, that's almost done. And um, So 2023 rookies, like if you compare the two pictures from like 2021 to 2023, it's got to be uh, yeah, brand and day. Yeah, night and day. Yeah, night and day. So it's exciting. You know, it's nice to finally do it. This has been my, our mind for years to yeah. model the place. and. You know, it was going to be do it right before COVID, then COVID, then, you know, no, and then the uncertainty, and then, you know, everything doubled in price. So it's like we spent a lot more money than we thought, and hopefully uh, we yeah. can, you know. So maybe if you were to do it all over again, you're like, I would have done this all in 2019. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or even during COVID, knowing what I know now, but you never know what's going to happen, right? right? right. So it's like, you know, it would have been a perfect time. You close. Got to make and, the best of what you got. Yeah, because we were closed for like two months. It took a little longer than we thought. Yeah. And, um, it was like the money pit, that Tom Hanks movie. Two weeks. Yes. It'll be done in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, that's every week. Two weeks. But, yeah, it took a while. But we did a lot more. What we did took what it sure took more than two months because okay. we did more than we planned. As you go in the old building, okay, this needs to be done. That has to be done. Right. How can you do this and not do that? You have to do that. Right. So. So it was, it was nice. It was a good – it was a good project. I'm really happy with its outcome. And um, I've made a lot of mistakes building restaurants, and I'm getting better at it. So hopefully <laughs> by the time I'm 70, I'll be a perfectionist. <laughs> so, but, okay. So do you have any September deals you'd like to promote? Um, at Rookies, we're just doing our um, you know football specials. We'll probably have a football menu for Sundays um, with you know some specials and some beer deals. Wings, we always do 99 cents a wing. Um, even though those have doubled in price, we still do that okay. special. Uh, we do half price pizza on game days too, and um, like I said, it's a the game day spot. Yeah, it is, and uh, you know, people have their spots, and they come every week, and you know, we'll have the certain games on at that spot, and they say, okay, this is New York John's spot, so we have to have the Jets game here, no matter <laughs> yep, what. Yep. You know, if it's a Jets, so we try to have a small TV in the corner and say, sorry, <laughs> sorry John, you got to sit over there. you got to uh, have it muted, too, while the Bears yeah, and everyone I mean, else we don't it. like to play the Packers, but obviously the Packers still have a draw. And, oh, yeah. You know, it's Other than the Bears, it's probably the most popular team that people want to see because right. it's out of market. And, and so then they can yell at the Bears fans at the bar, like, yeah, oh, look at us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we keep quiet because they always <laughs> seem to have the upper hand lately. But then uh, so, um, we have our daily specials, which are you know very good always. Yeah. Uh, Monday's is half-price pizza. Tuesday's half-price burger. Wednesday's half-price gyro. Thursday's half-price Italian beef. We have Friday fish fry. The weekend we have some rib specials. And okay. We always have an appetizer special, Yeah. like a 99-cent wing or the 99-cent chicken finger or taco or Ooh, little things yeah, many, i like that yeah, one little things so <laughs> and we always have a beer special or two yeah um we're trying to get bigger beer lists <clears throat> at all the locations this local rookies too we expanded our kegs or our beer offerings taps okay we've got a br- really nice tap system next time you go in there take a look at the it's floating over the bar from above Ooh, okay it's really nice take a look got at some that. nice lighting in there stainless steel it's, okay it's nice 
Awesome. All right. And costly. <laughs> Beer tastes the same though. Funny, okay. funny thing. So, how can uh, people? How can they follow rookies to you know see all the promotions or deals you're going on? Website, yeah, the best place. Media? You know, our website has all our information. Uh, we're pretty active on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we try to be um, try to do some Snapchat stuff lately because cool. um, mm-hmm. people like that. Uh, but those are the main ways. Uh, we do have a. Uh, we were trying to get. We have an email list that you could sign up for on the website. Um, that's pretty much it. I mean, okay. what else is there? Am I missing one? Let's see. Website, social media, Snapchat, newsletter, Instagram. I think that, yeah, Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think that about yeah. covers all the the places. Yeah, Facebook <laughs> is probably the most. Besides like TikTok, but that one. Yeah, uh... that one we thought of, but it's that's hard to. I mean, yeah. I can't keep up. I don't barely use Snapchat now. My kids force me to learn it because. They wouldn't answer my text anymore, so I said, I got to message them on Snapchat now. Fair enough. But, um, so, okay. Well, we've covered a whole lot of ground today, Bob, but we got one last question for you. You know, is there anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? Um, yeah, we, we um, I just like to say we love being in St. Charles. Um, you know, my kids have gone to St. Charles schools, uh, living in South Elgin. Um, it's always been a, nice community even when i grew up in elgin we always st charles was always like that nice neighbor that you're like man i may may live there someday um and i ended up coming this way um we feel like we're part of the community a long time you know um you know rookies is probably one of the oldest restaurants in town not the oldest but i know it's probably in the top five okay um because a lot of restaurants have come and gone Mm -hmm. um same with the squires in each town. They're probably the oldest restaurants. Um, you know, that was part of the reason we expanded into with Alexander's <clears throat> right across the street from Rookies. So like, oh, you're opening a place across the street. But yeah, it's a different <laughs> place and it's my place. So, you know, that was with my cousin Nick, who's been a long time St. Charles resident. You know Nick. He's yep. a very nice guy. He filmed that movie in town. Yep. Yep. And he's thinking of, I think, of another one, maybe. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that or not, but. <laughs> well, we'll confirm it with him and yeah, make sure. Ask so. him. I don't know. What was that movie? Hopefully, I get it a role uh... in there. <laughs> Munger Road. Munger Road. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I was so, like, I know the movie. I just can't think of it. Yeah. Munger Road. Yeah. So he's very connected in St. Charles. He lives in St. Charles. He's got three beautiful kids. My cousin, it's his wife. Um, you know, I've raised, you know, four kids now, fifth through St. Charles schools. Yep. Uh, so we've always been involved with the community, you know, always open arms with the police department, mayor's office, and yeah. the groups like yourselves to try to be involved any which way we can, That's the chamber. Cool. Yeah. So, well, no, I mean, we, we love having you guys here in St. Charles. We're so grateful to have your support and just, you know, your continual, like, um, you know, continuing to you know improve your restaurants and make st charles a you know destination through your guys work so you know we're we're thankful for you guys for being here and we love i love going there and trying your guys burgers and everything especially the dollar burgers so um but yeah so i mean that'll wrap up our podcast here so bob it's been great to talk to you and get to share your story yeah thanks nice meeting you guys you as well Uh, we'll see you at rookies Absolutely. Yeah. I'm counting on that Saganaki. Okay. You're a Packers fan or a Bears fan? I'm a Bears fan, okay. so I'll be there Bears on a Sunday. Okay. Well, 
Let's go Bears. So Go Bears. So <laughs> All right. So well, that'll wrap up our podcast here, everyone. Thank you all again for listening. We'll have more episodes coming down the road. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you all next time.